Welcome to Binge Watch with us. That's Pickles. And that's Lisa. And this week we're doing a mini episode on 2020. We say a mini episode and then we talk for three hours. Who knows? Yeah. (laughs) Or we talk for three hours and it's edited down to a half hour. Yeah. Or less. Let's take out an entire conversation. (laughs) That normally have nothing to do with (laughs) the show that we watch. Um, we watched an episode that you can watch on Hulu right now. It's season 42, episode 12, called Trapped. Wow. This is wow. the story of the Cleveland kidnappings. We wanted to do an episode um, a couple weeks ago on the 2020 episode before this called mm-hmm. The Hitman from Pop to Prison. But mm-hmm. it mysteriously was gone for some time. And now it's back, but now it's going to be gone in seven days. Yeah. So by the so, time this comes out, it it will already be gone again. Yeah. Probably. So we, we can't <laughs> talk about a show that you guys can't even watch. Like, well, sucks to be y'all. You better watch it quick. No, what is this, like 1998? You got to like record <laughs> it on your VCR. <laughs> Hold on. Let me see if I, let me erase this uh, first, first year old's birthday because <laughs> that episode of Cheers. <laughs> That episode was about Lou Pearlman, who put together NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. Yep. It was fascinating. Super fascinating. I knew nothing about it. Did you know anything about about it real quick? Do you know who NSYNC is? Yes, they're a band. Okay. (laughs) I think. No, I'm just kidding. NSYNC was like my first like boy crush. Yeah. I mean, I know who they are, but this is not anything that I would ever... I mean, this is way past my boy band days, mm-hmm. you know? I was prime. So, I was prime for them. Yeah, I was about to say, you, however, were in the prime category for this yeah. uh, band. But, um, yeah, it's about their manager. And, um... Oof. 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 He's man, so those gross boys looking. got nada. Oh, I mean, Dada. Oh. Jesus. No wonder. No wonder you can go on cruises with a lot of them because they have no money. Mm. It's sad. Yeah. It's really sad that they got nothing. I mean, they were at all like the biggest stars in the world for a while. Yeah. And they got, if you think about it, a lot of the pop stars from that era aren't doing really well unless well, they're continuing to make music now, like, like Christina Aguilera, who's like still putting music out. Yeah. Like, yeah but a lot of people are like that yeah Yeah. i mean if you're you got to have that good contract man you got to have a good attorney or something and i think all a lot of these are just really poor people or who are just like i'm gonna make music so obviously i'm gonna make a ton of money right which is sad i'm britney spears i love britney spears i hate the woman that does her extensions because that is not britney's friend (laughs) But I love Britney Spears, and uh, poor thing. I mean, I think she was just another one that was like devastated by that whole era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, poor thing. Anyway, well, you know. We're, again, we're talking about a show that you guys can't watch. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was fascinating. I was super fascinated. By I think it. they took it down, or they're yeah. putting it out for a limited time because of some of the accusations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Yeah, pretty rough. Surprise, guys. He's a sexual predator. I mean, he's so sleek and good looking. Yeah. All I could think of is an episode of Archer mm-hmm. <laughs> where they have the blimp because he started off with a blimp business. He was a blimp magnet? 
What? Like, Excelsior. Like, it's and how Archer would run around slapping cigars and stuff out of people's <laughs> We're going to go up in flames. Well, and I think he did. I think he did crash a blimp because, like, he put too yeah. much gold leaf on it or something. Something stupid as hell. Oh, my God. You know what we should do? We should do an episode on just Archer stuff. I thought just you were going to say that we should... Um, Buy get a blimp. blimp. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we should do? We should get a blimp business because lots of money. Lots of money, apparently. Apparently. And then we could start our own boy bands and not paying them anything. Uh, this episode was about the Cleveland <laughs> Three. <laughs> <laughs> We're easing y'all in. We're talking about sexual predators. And yeah, oh, and now we'll get into the kidnapping. Huh? There's a theme. Yes. That's the theme. Yeah. Uh, sexual predators 2020 i i've been fascinated with this story since it first forever broke. forever she loves this story do you remember the time during youtube where people were like remixing everything yes so this happened right around the same time oh, no. that 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 video went viral that lady going ain't nobody got time for that yeah, 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 I still, yeah. I'm so old. I still say that shit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so this happened right around the same time. The the neighbor across the street who found them, Charles Ramsey, he had an interview that went viral and got <gasps> remixed over and over all over YouTube. I love him. He's he's my favorite. So much. He's so great. He's so He's like, I was eating a hamburger outside. And I was like, there's a white woman coming out of the house. <laughs> and she was screaming. Because apparently this used to be a really nice neighborhood. But then they put up like an interstate or something. And then oh. it just went to shit. And became like, you know, they like said like, um, you know, once it got dark, it was just drugs and prostitution all over the oh, place. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't a great neighborhood. Um, but when I saw it, I was like, typical New Orleans neighborhood. Yeah, it looks, it looks like every new, every neighborhood in New Orleans. Like, I'm thinking like, to myself, I'm like, okay, these these houses, you know, look like they could use some work. But I bet the next block, there's like million dollar houses. Yeah. That, that's how it is in New Orleans. It's not like that everywhere. I just, FYI. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. This is a fascinating story. I know you've liked it. I actually read... A book that uh, Michelle Knight, she wrote a book. I guess she was the first one to release one, too. And it, it was about the whole ordeal. And it was pretty fascinating to hear her take on it, obviously. Yeah, I mean, um, it has to be because she was there for the longest. Yeah. And then the other two, Amanda and Gina, they wrote a book together. It's called Hope that I almost bought after I watched this last night. Hmm. I think that book has a lot of her journal entries in it oh i would love to read that yeah i know i was on the fence but what you, both, but you got a different book instead i got a different book both books had really good reviews but this one is called the lost girls the true story of the cleveland abduction um i don't know who it's by because i can't read the print because it's too small <laughs> uh some guy named sean i don't even know i can't see the last name at all sorry i don't have my glasses but anyways that's okay you can you can google it Google it yourself. <laughs> it's on Amazon. <laughs> so the story starts off in 2002. That's the that's when Ariel Castro Castro. Mm-hmm. I, you guys, I have trouble with O's and A's. I'm sorry. Just um, like Fidel Castro. Yes. Okay. Got it. Got uh, it. <laughs> that's when he took 
Michelle Knight. Poor love. No one even knew she was gone. When she told the story about how, like, she cooked, how long it took to cook a hot dog on, like, a heater, like a room heater or something. A space heater. It took her four hours. Girl, that thing's already cooked. Just eat it. I know. (laughs) I was like, girl, it's (laughs) nothing that's going to kill you that's not going (sighs) to cook out. And then how, when she was on her own, that she slept in, like, a a storm drain or something? A trash can. A trash can. That yeah, was it. Because she's very small. I think they said she's like four six. She looks like she's the same size as your little cousin. My cousin is four eight. Okay. So yeah. they're very close to the same height. Yeah. So she could curl up in a trash can and nobody even knew she was there. God, she that- had it rough 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 but and it just goes to show you like we we watch all these tv shows and you know hear about all these stories of these serial killers who had these horrible childhoods and michelle is just like the most upbeat positive little ball of sunshine you've ever seen i mean like if anybody deserves to be a serial killer it's her exactly now she didn't have peg leg pete uh like <laughs> like her, like Henry Lee Lucas's dad. <laughs> if you haven't listened to that episode yet, it's basically all about his father with no legs selling pencils. <laughs> that episode is The Confession Killer, which you can still watch on Netflix. <laughs> My dad just started watching it. Oh, boy. <laughs> this story does not have as many um, interesting <sighs> circus characters. I'm sad. I, I, I think we should Google um, shows that have parents that have like no legs and no arms just, and stuff just, just to do that see for a while. yeah yeah just do that um next he took yes. amanda berry <sighs> that boy he made a mistake with that because she was clearly not a runaway so with yeah. michelle people just assumed that she was a runaway she had a hard life of course she would run away from that house in fact she had but yeah. um amanda was super close to her mom mm-hmm. um she mm-hmm. had a sister that adored her Mm-hmm. And they never gave up looking for that girl. Well, and the thing is, too, is he used the same kind of scam on all three girls, which that was, I guess he had a daughter their age. Mm-hmm. So it's not these stupid girls that should know better and got in a car with stranger. It's like, oh, that's whatever the daughter's name is. Yeah. Dad. Yeah. So he's safe, yeah. obviously. He, and he took not- advantage of it because. It feels like the the neighborhood that this happened in really Mm -hmm. is a big part of the story. I feel like he took advantage of the neighborhood that he was like, like we were talking about before we started recording. He was a well-liked guy. Mm -hmm. He did cookouts around the neighborhood. Sure. He was in a band. He was in a, yeah, he played bass. Don't trust bass players. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag. I feel like he took advantage of everybody. Well, also... Like with Michelle, she was going to court because her her baby had gotten taken away from her for yeah. some circumstances we're not going to go into. She got lost. Yeah. And she was like in like a dollar family dollar store or something. And that's he's like, oh, I know where you need to go. Come with me. And she's like, rokie dokie. And that was it. I, have I mean, to say, just I th- off the face of the earth. I think Michelle gave the best interview out of the three of them. Yeah. Not that it's yeah. a contest or whatever, but she just no. seemed so much more matter of fact about <gasps> what happened yeah. to her. And I worry because, you know, you know yeah. us how we like to diagnose everybody. Yes. And so I'm like, is she, does, 
hopefully she went to therapy, but the way she talks about it sometimes reminds me of me with some things that have happened and you just bury it deep down and then it comes out, you know? Well, I think with people like that, when you talk about it so matter-of-factly, you can remove your emotions from it and it just becomes a thing that happened where Mm -hmm. you kind of separate yourself from it. And maybe that's... She compartmentalized it. She did. I mean, I don't know if there's anything wrong with that, but she did go to therapy. She went to horse therapy. That's right. (laughs) Which I was like, of course. Of course she did. (laughs) Of course she went to horse therapy. It was either that... Or princess therapy, and I don't or, think there is such a thing. So she's gonna like raise golden retrievers. I don't know. She's just so positive. It's so wholesome. Oh. God, it kills me. I know. Um. Yeah. So, okay. So then he takes the other one. He takes Gina, Gina in two thousand four, and again he used his daughter. Where I think he even told Gina she's at my house. Do you want to go yeah. see her? Now, did you get the impression that he? was a hoarder the house (laughs) seemed like a maze it did seem like a maze i don't know if he was a bad hoarder or just didn't care about cleaning up because to me sometimes hoarders is you make a path through garbage yes but his house looked very unkempt and here's the other thing i'm going to talk about real quick he would take them down to like the basement and stuff when his daughter came over and told him not to make a sound and, and this that and the other but they also only had baths once a week. Ugh. They pissed and pooped in a pail. Ugh. Don't you think that smell would have come down the steps? Like, I feel like the whole house would smell like human feces at some point. Yeah, definitely. And dirt. Definitely. We're not going to focus on that like we did with Henry Lee's <laughs> Right. But... We're not going to focus on how bad it smelled. But you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's and like... it's not like you could open a window. Yeah, because everything's boarded up. So to me, it's just that musty, closed-up house smell with, like, B.O. and, you know, urine and stuff. Awful. Unless you had a lot of those little trees hanging up things that you put in your car around. I just can't imagine that when his daughter came over, she's like, whew. Yeah. Let's sit outside. Well, the daughter didn't come over very often. And I think that's probably why. Like, she probably didn't like going over there. But we also learned that he was super abusive to his first wife. Yes. Yeah, he beat the crap out of her a number of times. The book I'm reading, that's how it kind of starts off, is, is talking about a neighbor lady across the street. And she was like, talking about how his, his wife, would come over with their kids after he beat the crap out of her. So guess what? He wasn't a nice guy even before he kidnapped these people. Yeah. And and that's my thing too. I'm like, doesn't that usually make the news or something like, or is it just such a common thing in America that nobody reports on a wife getting the shit beat out of her by her husband? No, it's such a common thing that nobody, I think it should be front page news. I think it should be right below. Yeah. This, you know, the bottom section, a big picture of him. I beat the shit out of my wife and kids. Yeah. Because it leads to other shit. Always. Always. Anyways. <clears throat> so he wasn't a nice guy, even though everybody could. He's such a nice guy. Right. They were all. Even even uh, the guy that found Amanda, that pulled her out of the front door, was like, I couldn't believe that this was real. He was such a nice guy. I know. Again, I'm like, didn't you smell anything coming out of that house? Um, Here's what we should do. We should just drop by people's houses. Just unexpectedly. (laughs) 
if you have a friend who's like never invited you over, just go drop by, see what happens. You might be surprised what you go into. Make sure you bring backup. Everybody knows where you're at. Yeah, I mean, he was in a band. They couldn't travel in the band because, you know, he can't be. And do you, you, you know that he got mad at them for that. You saw him in court. He's like, in the, in the uh, interrogation room, oh, no, it was consensual. They asked me for it. Fucker, no, they did not ask you insane. for it. I treated insane. them well. Really? But he's really? not crazy. That's the thing. Because he well, never said anything crazy like that outside of this situation. Come on. You're like a hundred to them in their eyes. An old guy. Um, you know, then, these are all baby girls. After 12 years of being trapped in the house. Mm-hmm. Oh, and one baby later. Amanda, Amanda had, a, Barry had, a baby. had a baby. Now, let's talk about that real quick. So, Michelle apparently had, got pregnant five or six times. And every time he like hit her in the stomach or made her drink Coke. Tea. Drink only Coke or tea. Yeah. What? The caffeine. You're not supposed to have caffeine when you're pregnant. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. And starve her to death and all yep. this stuff. So she would have abortions so she can't have babies to this day because he just ruined her system. But yet Amanda was allowed to keep hers. Yes, because Why? he had favorites. He hated Michelle. He did because supposedly she fought back a lot. I all think the she time. was sassy. Yeah. She was and sassy. I, I think that Amanda might have, you know, started playing the system. And he did sure. that to them. He, he pitted them against each other. He would let Once them I knew know there was that, other ones in the house. Yeah, he would let them know that I like one better. And, mm-hmm. oh, you know, she got more food than the other one. And and it mm-hmm. wasn't until one day where the, the daughter came over unexpectedly and he had to put them in a van together that they started figuring out, like, okay, he's full of shit. But that was, like, ten years into captivity. Yeah. Can you imagine being so isolated? You're trapped in a house with three, with two other people, and you still don't talk to them for a decade. It, it's that psychological thing that they're he he had them so trapped uh, that they were afraid to even move a muscle unless he said it was okay. I want to believe that I would start eating through the, the walls. Yeah, like I want. Yeah, me too. Because like, drywall is not like the end of everything you yeah know it's not concrete I mean? and steel yeah, i want to believe that i would chew through the plaster with my literal teeth well after 10 years i'm telling you i i would be the sassiest sass pot as soon as they kidnapped me and hopes that they would just kill me because i i just don't i don't want to live through something just like give that. you back <laughs> yeah give me back or just kill me like i would be i would be tearing at those boards in the window i know they said like he uh he put plexiglass so- over them yeah, but yeah. I mean, I'd be tearing in the stuff, just left, right, and center. Um, we moved a sofa the other week uh-huh. and basically ripped the door frame off of the wall. Like, it's <laughs> you've got to be able to get out. Yeah. We did that yeah. on accident. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Has anybody dropped by your house recently? I'm going to put out an SOS on that and yeah. have um, the Adrians just drop by <laughs> and make sure there's nothing... No, I probably Sneaky do. going on. I don't have I, anyone trapped in my house. <laughs> um, Are you trapped in your house? No. <laughs> that's, that's why I can only Skype with you. 
And you have the work phones forwarded to your house. Finally, oh. one day, the two-year-old tells Amanda Berry, I can't find daddy, and his motorcycle's not here. And Amanda snuck down the stairs to see what was going on, and he fucking left the door unlocked. Because you know what? I bet you I do that a few times a year. Mm-hmm. So you know that's not the first time he's left that door unlocked. That's just the first time that they caught it. But big deal because of the what they call the um, storm door was yeah. padlocked shut with chains. I and can't shit. figure out how you do that. How do you padlock a a a, a screen door I shut? Don't I don't know. I, I don't, don't know what you're looping it through. I don't know how that worked. But again, it's like it's like millimeter thick steel. Exactly. I mean, so, those things break pretty easy. So Amanda goes out there, starts banging on the door. He screaming, "Help me!" Oh God, could you imagine being Mm-mm. on the other side of that door and just seeing like a dirty hand and <gasps> screaming? Uh, um, yeah. yeah, Charles Ramsey is sitting next door eating a big Big Mac. He had just come back from McDonald's. Listen, that's the other thing too. What if he had gone to McDonald's five minutes later? Exactly. What if he had gone to McDonald's 10 minutes earlier and he finished up his Big Mac and went inside? Yeah. I'm assuming somebody would have heard that screaming, though, because... It seems like a pretty active neighborhood. Yeah. Well, and I just feel like that's the blood-curdling scream that you would hear above your TV. You know what I'm saying? Like... I, I just have that feeling. But anyways. So. Yeah. Yeah. She sticks her little arm out, waving it around. Here comes Charles Ramsey. Comes and pulls the door off. Or, yeah. 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 He, he, he pulls the bottom off. Yeah. So that she bottom. can get out. And mm-hmm. she said the exact right thing to that 911 caller. I'm Amanda yeah. Barry. I've been missing for 10 years. I'm still alive. And then she's like, y'all need to send somebody now. And she's like, well, we'll send somebody when we can. And she's like, no, send them now. And I was like, What? what (laughs) this isn't like podunk ohio this is cleveland that's a big town like i can't imagine i guess because nobody was hurt well well yeah i mean that's i guess but you know she says i'm amanda berry i guess because there's probably a lot of crank calls but but the cops that went and rescued them said that they 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 called out who she was right away well they said they called out a code one which is like Right. We need immediate assistance. All so units, they yeah. went and he's, oh my God, that, that whole thing is just heartbreaking. That how cop? they just like, yeah. Ugh. Cause he was still breaking down, crying over it. How they like jumped in his arms and stuff and wouldn't let go and all Aww. that stuff. Cause they were petrified that he was going to come back too. Well, in fact, they shut their doors because they thought that it was him. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, and I don't he, want no part of that. And they were saying how they were like, this is, you know. Uh, Cleveland PD or whatever and they said like they thought Michelle was a kid because she's so tiny and so probably well they were all malnourished I just kept thinking about the lack of vitamin D you know oh my god yeah because I think a lot of them had were Latina a Um, lot of the girls or at least Gina was I know Gina was yeah and I was very distracted through the whole show of how good Gina's eyeliner was I know (laughs) Can I have that soft lighting on me all the time? She looked amazing. They all did. I mean, they really did. Considering what they went through. Well, and Michelle almost died because they said she was bleeding internally or something. 
I never had heard that part. Yeah, and, and they couldn't find out what was causing it. And yeah. they put her on 14 different medicines. Well, they told us she had 48 hours to live. I mean... I would have been like, fuck you, God. But she seemed <laughs> fine. She seemed okay. I mean, that's what she says now. At the time, it could have been a lot different. But I think even the nurses, uh, the emergency nurse or whatever, was talking about how the parents and people came for Amanda and Gina, but nobody came for Michelle. Oh, my God. That's so sad. This is why I should post on Facebook more often. Mm-hmm. So that people notice when I'm gone. <laughs> but it was just, it just, it was heartbreaking. A lot of that story was just so heartbreaking. But they're okay. But they're the okay. One, they're really okay. That's insane. They lost almost 13 years of their life. Well, and one had a baby by the bastard. Yeah. And they're Okay. Uh, I honestly don't know how, because she says she, the daughter resembles him sometimes. She's um, really been able to separate, though, her little girl she, from him. You know, yeah. she even told her that, you know, her your daddy was sick. And didn't she open up a center for missing children so, or Amanda, whatever? Amanda Berry works at the local news station, and she does, um, I think, like a monthly report of missing um, people. Yeah. And then Gina does, Gina opened up the missing and abused yes. people center. Yes, that was right by where they were. Yes, on the same block. Mm-hmm. So I did Man, know, be- before I saw the 2020, I did know that they had to tear the house down like they have to do with most horror. Yeah. Like they had to take down Gacy's house. Yeah, uh, yeah. Gein's house, they had, I think somebody burned it down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like well, um, most houses where these horrible things happen, you, you just, you, it just has to be gone. Except for where the Manson murders, the Tate, uh, Sharon Tate was murdered. That house is still going strong. Nobody no, no, they built over that. Did they build over? Yeah, it? I they thought built it was over. Still there. Yeah, no, oh, okay. because I, you know how I know ghost hunters. <laughs> <laughs> ghost hunters did an episode um, at the at the house. There's a, there's a house that's like partially on the property, and so like part of the house is haunted <laughs> oh, by Sharon Tate. But yeah, they all came through the other side okay. I'm, I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Two things. Yeah, one we should be that nobody came for Michelle, and still, but I can't she, believe the media she built couldn't. her own family though, and that's what you yeah. do. And two that they split, like there's a split. Yeah, there's something going on there, and I don't. It's like from the very beginning. Yeah, uh, Gina and Amanda were their own little team. I noticed that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but I'm not gonna judge them because no, no we no, 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 don't no. know. We don't know everything that happened in that house. Well, and I understand like Michelle. Uh, you know, she was like, I you know, seeing them all the time is just it kills me, and and yeah. it brings back all the bad memories. So I totally get that. But yeah. I'm like. That's there's something going on. There's something Go going on. Go on Reddit. And it it might even no, I don't even think I wanna know. Okay, damn it. I don't know. I do. Um I, I it could have been like, you know, because Michelle said that she always gave him sass. And mm-hmm. maybe that put him in a bad mood and then he would take it out on the other two. It, yeah. It's hard to say what went on in there. They got out and they had happy lives. Uh Ariel Castro, not so much. Tell him what he did. Well, because Amanda kept such good journal records, 
Everybody what? should journal. My counselor tells just me all the at- time that I should journal and I don't do it. And this is why you journal. Just, uh, just like the Nazis do it. Just like the Nazis. Beautiful handwriting the whole time too. So she would put down how many times he raped her. In a Everything day. that happened every day. Like there would be three times or two times or one time or whatever. So when he was finally caught, you know, driving down the street after going somewhere. He pulled into a McDonald's. Donald's. McDonald's must hate this publicity. <laughs> be, more, be more Midwest. Be more oh, Midwest God. kidnapper who gets See, arrested out of McDonald's. Jack in the box, I think, is uh. more Midwestern, but whatever. So they arrest him. And because of her journals and everything, he pled guilty. Fucker. To 937 criminal counts of rape, kidnapping, and aggravated murder. Because the kidnapping, I guess every time he forcefully moved them from room to room, it counts as kidnapping. That's That's insane. Wow. (laughs) That's fucked up. I'm sure they never use that law except for on this case. If they were all underage, I mean, I know it's still rape, but couldn't that be like... um, Statutory rape? statutory rape too yep Yep. but whatever so he pleads guilty which sucks because i think they should have all gotten their day in court to just yeah but then the only one that showed up was michelle michelle whoo because she she wanted to look him in the eye and be like fuck you i guess amanda and gina just weren't ready yet yeah and that's fine that's and that's fine um he was sentenced to life plus a thousand years (laughs) without the possibility of parole i guess not but one month into his sentence, because he's a fucking coward and a sissy, mm-hmm. he hangs himself with his bed sheet. And that's the end of that. Now, and I, Jeffrey Epstein mm. happened this past year. <laughs> Do you think he killed himself? No. No, Castro. Do you think oh, Castro, Castro killed himself? Uh, probably. Yeah, I think probably. so. I, I think he did. I don't think it was like an inside job. I'm just upset. I I wanted him to live. The hypocrisy of not being able to handle being locked up more than a month. I'm so sorry. Really? And getting raped, probably? He got meals three times a day. He got to shower. Every day. He and get to use a toilet. He better in prison than they did. And he still couldn't handle it. And he got raped probably all the time, too. He still so, couldn't handle it. Could not handle it a month in. Meanwhile, Amanda, Gina, and Michelle are like, this would be an upgrade. I mean, they would be like, oh, if we had that, you're right. We loved it. (laughs) It was great. Because that's the other thing. That fucker, when he was in court and being interrogated, he was like, they wanted it. And it was consensual. I'm like, these girls were babies. So, no. No. Even, even, even if they said yes, it's not consensual. I think all three of them had their school backpacks on when he took them. So he probably took it as, I'm sure, down the line when they stopped fighting as they were agreeing to it in his fucked up mind. And, they and, were just like, whatever. It's going to happen. There's nothing yeah, I can do. So if fine. it'll put him in a better mood. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's still abuse, you dick. I, I swear I hate this man so much. I do. Um, I do, too. <laughs> I think this is where my obsession with Cleveland started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it definitely did. Yeah, I think once this story happened, because like for me, you know, in the deep, deep south, like I am, um, Cleveland just seems so strange. It's <laughs> like, mythical. It's a mythical place. Like 
it's a cold New Orleans, you know? <laughs> I don't I don't really get what happens up there. And so anytime anything odd comes out, and I really do believe there's at least, I'm knocking it down to two. I think there's two active serial killers in the bad uh, parts of Cleveland, just like this area. Yeah, yeah. Right now. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm obsessed well, with Cleveland. I have no desire to go near it. Like, I don't even think that I would have a layover in Cleveland. Yeah, but you've gone to Illinois. What's the difference? I see. That's the thing. I don't know. Is it like Illinois? Because if so, I don't want to go to Cleveland. Well, I mean, I've only been to Columbus because that's where my godparents lived, and yeah. I never. I mean, it's just cold. Like yeah. to me, it was a normal town. It was just cold. Ugh. Um, to not my, a fan of Illinois. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So that was. I was glad it came out. I thought they did a really good job with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was I think well. they could have done two more hours. Oh, yeah. They yeah. definitely skimmed over a lot of stuff. I like that Robin did it, the interview. Oh. Robin looked great in all of it. There was one cut to where her eyelashes were just a disaster. Yeah, but we're going to let it go. I like Robin. Because we love her. Yeah, she, yeah. Has really, she, she has a really good way of phrasing the questions. And you know what I like? And I bet every reporter does this, but I've never seen it until this episode, how I think it was Amanda was like crying like really tearing up yeah and you could see robin bend down and picking up like a kleenex yeah. and handing it to her and i was like well and robin asked sheena she's like what do you want to tell us about the first night that you were there and sheena kind of thought about it and she's like nothing and robin was like okay well okay. next question <laughs> you yeah. know because yeah. you know yeah. that's like a gold mine that oh. that horrible stuff that he did to her the first time is a gold mine because look you're you're grimacing but you know that we watch it to to find out what happened oh yeah no totally but yeah. yeah i just i hate that anybody ever had to go through this and i'm telling you this is like my biggest fear ever is being kidnapped yeah yeah so ladies just just be careful get pepper spray get your gun get, your get those gun. little pokey keychain things be aware have it all the time Call, text your friends. Be like, I'm at Target. I'm going to shop around. I'm going to text you when I'm leaving. Find, you don't hear from me in an find hour. Find my call. phone. It's a great, yeah. great thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. Um, <laughs> join us next week. We're going to watch Dracula on Netflix. The BBC Dracula. Yeah. it's. Uh, I think it's like three episodes. Yeah. Hour and a half each. Such twists and turns. Not, not your typical Dracula story. No, not your typical Dracula So I really, really yeah. like it. So binge watch that with us, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.